Hello out there in analog land. Welcome to the first ever, first ever, first ever, first ever world premiere, world premiere, world premiere of what we like to call the trade paperback Trade podcast. paperback. Don't ask where the name comes from. We're not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. Uh, this uh, podcast is brought to you courtesy of myself, D. Randall. And myself, Jeff Cassius, a.k.a. Called? Sean Coonery. A.K.A. my phone is not on silent. silent. <laughs> Let me go ahead and right. do the same for mine as well. That's how we do it here. We keep it real. Keep it really real. Really real. So what is this going to be about, man? Uh, you know, uh, the, the meet, what's going on in uh, entertainment. Not necessarily celebrity entertainment, but uh, yeah. TV shows and others. Because we watch a lot of TV. I probably watch too much TV. I watch a lot of movies. I don't watch as many movies currently in the theater, but, you know, I catch up on Netflix and whatnot. I got and you. And the trade paperbacks, as it were. I got you. I got you. We also listen to a lot of music. Uh, yeah, at least <laughs> at least two, three new albums a day. I try to. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you'll get a little taste of everything as we uh, proceed. And we have opinions on all of these. Some people, <laughs> some, some people might say that uh, we have strong opinions on all of these. Uh, some people we, might we, say we have too many opinions on some of too, these. Some people might just tell us to shut up. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> I think if people had their way. I mean, but that's just the way we are, man. That's the way it's always been. Uh, if you got a strong opinion about something, you know, you should stand behind it and speak up. But, you know, hey, that's just me talking. That's all part of it. And, you know, that's and if anyone can say anything about you, it's that's that's you talking. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'll let you tell it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we you know we started this podcast because we're always talking about stuff, and we're we're big fans of, of what we like to watch on TV, and as well as everybody should be. Yes, you, know? you should be. And uh, again, we always end up in these stupid little online debates with people because um, they disagree with us, and that's unfortunate for them. Because we're always right. We're always right, even when we disagree with each other. <laughs> right, but we're both we're both at the same time simultaneously correct. So we just disagree to disagree. And you're going to get some of that, so you got to deal with it. Deal with it. Yeah, you it deal is what it. it is. Sorry. So we're going to go over a couple a uh, couple of shows this week to get you guys started off. It's a pretty popping week, really, as far as TV goes. Oh yeah, and and we're not even really into the fall season yet. You know, we're there's still... a lot of stuff that is jumping. Are we we didn't talk about the get down. Are we going to talk about the get down? Do we have to? We don't have to. I want to touch on it because there's so much that needs to be touched on. Okay. Get down. I'll, I'll let you touch on it. Let me, let me go first, though. Let, I'm going to let you go first before you, I get into my whole... Because I want to touch less. I don't want to touch it a lot. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, yeah. I feel it. I totally feel that. Think about the Get Down. And for those who don't know, the Get Down is um, it's a, a series on Netflix. I guess we'll call it a series on Netflix. It's something. Uh, which is kind of a loosely based historical fictional account of the birth of hip hop fame <laughs> in the Bronx. I'm gonna live forever. And you pretty much hit it right on the head. And yeah. I'll, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I I watched the first 15 minutes of it, and the first thing that came to mind was this reminds me of fame, which I did not like even back in the 80s. Even back in the day, it was like, yo, Leroy's a scrub, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I like, you know, what up to Debbie Allen? You know, that's that's the homie. That's right? H-Town. Irene Cara, you know. Oh. Hey, she's from New Rochelle, New York, you know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Big yeah. up N- Nauru. Nauru, you know. Brand newbie and all them cats. Yeah. But 
it's just, it's, it was just weird for me to see people like breaking in the song and dance every 10 minutes. And right. Y'all are never going to class. Songs that were like released like three years later. Yeah. <laughs> all these sweatshirts hanging off the shoulder and all that. Right. Exactly. I wasn't really here for that. But I, I got that same feeling in the first 15 minutes or so of the first episode of The Get Down. And I'll be honest, man. I just kind of skimmed through a few more episodes, and I was just like, "You're done. It's 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 not it's not for me. Uh, I, I'll I'll let you go in more into detail. I'm a completionist, so even if the shit sandwich tastes like a shit sandwich, I'm gonna eat the whole fucking sandwich. I did not take it to completion. I you didn't you did so, not <laughs> pause. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I went all the way, and man, I mean, there were some great individual performances. I really like. Uh, What's that kid's name? Ice JJ Fish as the lead character. <laughs> That's still weird to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was some great performances. But other than and the kid that played uh, Flash, I mean, he, mm. his ego wasn't big enough to play Flash. But it's still yeah. at the same time, yeah. he kind of nailed he Flash did. as you know his. The whole Flash being he could have worked on, he could have worked on the false modesty a little bit better <laughs> right the false <laughs> right exactly yeah so I mean it was uh, for one thing it was a little bit too operatic for me it was like you know this whole uh, everything was a production every scene was a production and you know that's that's pretty that's pretty much where I kind of drew the line it's it was just a bit much every like the whole scene within the club they're doing. You know the bus stop. It's like, yo, how yeah. long are we gonna do this for? And it just felt like yep. like a long episode of Glee that was seventies <laughs> hip hop themed. It just felt like and a stage play. Yeah, so it felt like a stage play. It felt like up with people, but with hip hop. And it was, uh, <laughs> I didn't feel it. I didn't feel. And you know, it's kind of funny because I'm uh, I'm a one of, one of my favorite time periods in the history of music, and I'm kind of like a that era New York fetishist. You know, um, and there's a lot of documentaries and and even fictional stuff that's really good, like Downtown 81. And, you know, there's really good stuff out there, Star Wars and, you know, Wild Style and stuff like that, that you can, you know, you you know, flying cut sleeves and 80 blocks from Tiffany's and stuff like that. You can get the real deal about what was going on and see how bad that they recreated it. Yeah. You know, so. That's kind of where I Do you think they were even aiming for authenticity? Well, I guess they they were. I think they were in bringing on, you know, Nelson George and Flash. Yeah. But it was very Flash-centric. That's what you get when you... It's like you could have brought... I think the guy that really should have done it should have been Fab Five Freddy. I agree. And, you know, because he didn't have really a horse in that race. He just kind of is like a... Outsiders... He did have his own things going on, but... But He's Fab, got Fab Five has already kind of made his contributions to that whole thing, though. He has, but I think as far as the person that was there in all those scenes, like they had the girl at the table that she's telling you know, like uh, about the Ramones at CBGBs and stuff like that. Fab was there also, right? And in the hip hop scene and, right. and all that, so he would have worked a lot, a lot better than Flash. I don't even know why. I mean, they made a story basically surrounding. You know the two main characters, uh, the boy and the girl, yeah, and Flash, and like it's funny because the girl looks exactly like Irene Cara too. So it's like, it, it no, was it was cast for <laughs> she's cast for that reason, right. you know. So and anyway, enough of the get down because you already saw it and you like it. I call it the letdown. The let that's what you know. It's funny because a good friend of mine that knows Pete that lives in L.A. knows people that work at Netflix. 
they said that's their name for because it went <laughs> way over budget. And like 60% of the budget was spent on licensing the songs oh. that were none of them were hip hop songs. Yeah. Like something that it's annoyed like something like small things annoyed me about it, like how they used, you know, vitamin C over and over. Anytime they used, you know, a train came yeah. by, it was like thematic of the tr- of graffiti, vitamin C. It's like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, whatever. It is what it is. Next. Next. Not really dealing with that. Uh, So we had the... uh, While that was all going on, speaking of Netflix, another Netflix exclusive uh, just kind of... It's funny because the get down dropped with no fanfare. None. Uh, There was a big like countdown screen on Netflix like the whole week for uh, Narco Season 2. Oh, yeah. I mean... Ready for it. What did you think of season one? I mean, I love season. I mean, I thought season one was great. And it was another really great thing about season one is you kept on finding about these very small factual pieces of information that you would have never. Yeah. The guy spent a million dollars a month on rubber bands and (laughs) rats ate like a million dollars a day of of cash and stuff like that. So that's kind of what drew me in because I already knew the story of Pablo Escobar. Right. And, And that was a good thing about this series that we've we've known. The story of Pablo Escobar from more of a newsreel perspective. Correct. Right. We've never we've never really experienced it from behind the scenes, unless you read some type of biography, which I don't know if a lot of people have done that. Or you listen to like a Nas album. Yeah. Grr. <laughs> um, but but the thing about the first season that that I really enjoyed was um, we we got to see. We got to see things from his perspective. We knew right. that it was based around a manhunt for him, but we got to see things from him from his perspective, and it almost, almost, almost made him a sympathetic character. Almost, almost. I mean, almost. In, in the sense between that, the brutality, of course. in the sense that you can understand how he got there exactly, right. how he got there, and it wasn't, and it wasn't necessarily glamorized. So to speak, it was, you yeah. know they didn't they didn't paint him like a, this is not the rap this is not the rap version of Pablo Escobar. Yeah, he was not an anti-hero by any means. He was a terrible, terrible, <laughs> right. terrible person. But you you saw how he got where he got, and you understood his motivations behind certain things that he did, and his whole dedication to family and whatnot. It was basically everything outside of the Sicario movie. That uh, <laughs> that you wanted to see. I, I happen to like the Sicario, with the exception oh, of, with the exception of the end. I really like Sicario. I love it, but we don't want to go too far we, off the topic. Yeah, exactly. And that was my fault. But that's not good. So they basically moved this family man, Pablo. They left uh, wheeling dealing, Pablo. You know, I guess once he escaped from La Catedral or whatever, yeah, that's when Wheeling Dealing Pablo died in the in the in the, in the framework of the story, right? And then he became fat, yeah. lumberjack <laughs> Pablo, and was basically <laughs> scraping by nickels and dimes. But then, you know, they kind of evolved him as a character, right? Which is where the interesting parts come through is that he's this family man who loves family, but will kill a thousand people in a day. Yes. And, over some money, <laughs> or just because? Hey, like, look, I don't like you guys, like, yeah. or whatever. You know, whatever his beef was with the Cali cartel. Like, well, I guess you know they tried well, to kill him. I guess that's well, kind of know, it, it, that kind of causes beef. So when when the when the first season ended, uh, he had you know he he'd escaped from La Catedral, yeah, from the cathedral, <laughs> right? Sorry. And uh, and the manhunt ensued. And we were like, it, it, and, and here's here's the thing about. Let me backtrack a little bit. I knew that the first season was good because I was actually in New York during the week that it dropped, 
And instead of me spending time with my friends, I was at, I was at our boy Les's house. I and was you're, like, you're popping into Netflix. Yo, I was like, go ahead and queue up the Apple TV. Man. <laughs> and, you know, he takes he takes forever to get ready to do anything anyway. Right, so, so I, you probably were able to watch, like, the whole season. I, could, I knocked out the whole season, like, a day and a half. Sounds just, about right. Just waiting for him to get ready. Shout out to Tilio out there. Shout out to Caribbean people, Ty. Hey, I, I, I reflect <laughs> that. <laughs> but the the one thing about it is that I the whole time that I watched the season, I was like, okay, so they're going to wrap this whole thing up in one season. But then at the end, you realize, oh, they're not going to wrap it up. Right. It it it, it just kind of like ex- the ex- the remix, and it was like, yeah. let's go. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we're going to have another one, which brings us to. 2016, season two of Narcos, and where does this one pick up? All right, so basically he's leaving the cathedral, and uh, you know the, the the first scene where he's walking through the jungle, he's got Blackie on the side and Velasco, and they meet up with the the national police, and he's just basically like, "Yo, get out of the way, kids," because. Yeah. A real man's coming through. And this is like Children an armed military way. force all punning, uh, pointing assault like, rifles, assault rifles right. at him. He's like, yeah, you, you, you're actually going to move out the way and let me and my Bill Cosby sweater make <laughs> right. it through. <laughs> like, you know what, though? The whole, the whole season was just like, yo, wait. I'm just kind of thinking, like, what, are they, what sweaters are they recreating? Like, <laughs> is that like a, a Tommy? Like, I don't know, is that Polo? Is that Gucci? Like, what is that? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but, you know, he, he develops as his family man. We get, you know... We get to see the the purely emotional side of Pablo, where he's not a thinking businessman any any longer. He's still he's mostly reactive to things that happen now, yeah. and he's not this you know methodical where every every piece of the puzzle is planned out. Right. You know now, weeks at, weeks in advance. First, he's basically just kind of doing whatever he wants. As soon as something happens, he reacts to it. Right. And during the fir- well, during the first third of the season or so, he was still a step or two ahead in some in some places. But right. As the season progresses, you see him falling a little bit more. As more resources behind. become, money becomes limited. Oh yeah. Personnel happen to not have jobs or lives anymore. Yeah. So. And then he was just simply outnumbered by the Cali cartel. So. My thing was, and it's not a fault of anybody that produces or writes for the shows because it's based on, uh, you know, an actual actual history of uh, of Pablo Escobar. It's like the rise of Pablo Escobar is nowhere. I mean, I'm sorry. The 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 decline of Pablo Escobar is nowhere as interesting as the rise, as in season one. So right. season two, it starts off. It, it becomes a little bit anticlimactic. The climax yeah. for me is in the middle of the season, and then it just kind of coasts down, yeah. down, downwards, you know. Well, and you know, I'm always with the bad guy. I always, I always want the bad guy to win, so. Yeah, well, you know he wasn't going to win this time. Right, yeah. Um, now, the, after I watched the season, there were, there were a couple things that I realized. First and foremost, keeping season one in mind and watching season two, I was like, this entire season really could have been two or three extra episodes of season one. Right. They could have really just made season one a little bit longer. Right. And, you know, they could have put a nice little bow on it and it would have been a good encapsulated. Wrapped it up nice and neat. Type season. But I feel like they were really using this season to develop the character, so so to speak, of the Cali cartel. Right. Because they were prevalent throughout it. You kind of saw how they came together, so to speak, to a lie against him. And, And then, spoiler alert, we see that they will probably be the 
the antagonists. Right. Of, the ne- of the a next big thing. Right. Three. Yeah. I think it, it'll probably go a little bit further because it was also like the CIA subtext and yeah. how it ties into the greater American future. <laughs> the, yeah. You know, like Bill, CIA Bill is, is is basically saying like, look, we need we really kind of need these drugs. Yeah. <laughs> like, Season four. Shout out, Cowboys. To, shout out the crack. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, it was. Um, I, I I did not dislike the season. I actually I actually enjoyed it for the most part. Uh, there were certain elements of it that became a little repetitive. Like we we saw how they whittled down his whole coalition bit by bit. Right. They they stretched that out over quite a few episodes. Right. It was brutal. It was it was cool. But a lot of you know there were four episodes that could have been condensed into one. Right, it just basically yeah. just like, oh, this is where these guys died. This is where these other guys died. Yeah. This is where these other guys died. And don't get me wrong, I liked the season. Yes. I, I just didn't think it lived up to season one. And, and like you said, you can't fault the writers or anything. It's just the nature of the story it itself. The the fall won't be nearly as dramatic or dynamic as as the rise. It was almost it was almost pitiful in some regards. Right, yeah, kind of. I th- I think that was kind of part of it. They wanted you to feel sorry for him, like oh he can't see his family and oh he loves his wife so much. Yeah. The whole time they're 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 kind of spilling this narrative. I'm thinking. What about all those four thousand families and yeah. people that'll never go home to their kids? And yeah. he's like, "Oh, no, oh, mijo, I can't see my son." Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, and there was some you're people a horrible that, person. There were some people who were watching it. They're probably like, "Oh, I wonder if he's going to get back with his wife and kids." Like, <laughs> fuck no. We know what's going to happen. Right. We've seen the pictures. Like, <laughs> going to happen. So get over that. Now, the one part of the season that did affect me very deeply was the death of Castillo. Castillo was a homie. All right. Uh, actually, uh, I'm, I'm I'm kind of exaggerating, but I really I, did enjoy was, the Castillo character. But he he had that a uh, hard turn. Yeah, like yeah. a hard turn, <laughs> like the, the hardest turn. <laughs> like <laughs> at, at one point, I'm doing things by the book. Next thing, I'm pushing dudes out of out, out of helicopters. Like yo, I, I was like yo, none given, son. You're out of here. That's deep. Like, You're like, about to die. Like you shot a kid in the forehead, yes. like a kid, like a for having a walkie-talkie, like <laughs> <laughs> for being a, a, a spotter, like a like yo. That's you're going a little bit too hard, Castillo. I wanted to see a spinoff of just Castillo. Just was it Castillo? Or was it, it was a uh, Carrillo? Carrillo. Carrillo my yeah, bad. yeah, 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 yeah. That's my bad, yo. It's all good. I'm an American. That's my bad. <laughs> Castillo was somebody else. Yeah, Carrillo. Carrillo. Yeah, yeah, he was just he. He reminds me. I can't remember the name of that. The uh, the search block. Oh what? no, no, no! I'm talking about it's, it's the Indian movie with the the one guy that's like larger than life. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Indian movie. Oh, sing him. Yeah, he reminded me of him. <laughs> <laughs> like punching dudes, like a slapping them on yeah. the foreheads, like doing aerials and flips. And, yeah, yeah. Wow, that was Carrillo. Right Carrillo, there. sing him. Yeah, yeah. But I, I saw that setup coming a mile away, and I was like, ooh. There, there were a couple of people in, in the series that I felt sorry for. I felt sorry for uh, Maritza. I felt sorry for her. Oh, I mean, you had to. And yeah. I thought, I also thought they really like the whole Limon Maritza. That could, they just yo, just yeah. nix that. Just yeah. that's cutting room floor stuff. I don't need that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like uh, Fernando Duque. Like, <laughs> I understand you got to kill the dude, but do you really got to like show like him like having an argument with his wife and? Yeah. Again, it could have been said, it could have been just basically bonus tracks for the for, for the yeah. for the original. Four albums episodes and, could have been condensed down to like two, and 
10 yeah. could have been condensed down to three or whatever it was. I did like how they set up. I guess so uh, Agent Steve Smith is gone now. It's Pena now. <laughs> it's just Pena now. Yeah, it's like, I'm solo. We're going to Cali. Yeah. Going the, back to Cali. Now, the one thing I really did like about this season is season one, I didn't care as much for the DEA agents. I know that they were necessary, and the, and the narration kind of annoyed me in the first season, and they, they scaled back on this. I think because there was so much information that needed to be uh, portrayed in the first season about telling about the rise That's of Pablo and how big Pablo was. That's a good point. Otherwise, how are they going to show that in film time? It just doesn't. That's true. It's not possible. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. So, so they, they scaled it back, but it was all very, it wasn't anything, nothing was extra or just basically descriptive like it was in the first right. season. It was all basically plot device kind of stuff. Now, mm-hmm. Pablo. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, like a very porn-like voice, though. Oh, that porn, <laughs> porn-like mustache. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, you got to get it how you can. It's the 80s. Exactly. But, yeah, uh, all in all, you know, uh, I'm looking forward. They actually, you know, they... Uh, they signed him up for two more seasons. Two more seasons. So I guess we're going to go down to like Zanny's and, and Lean in, in season four. I'm telling you, <laughs> season four, Cocaine Cowboys. I don't know. I'm just we'll, making we'll, stuff up. We'll see. That's like 2019. <laughs> <laughs> something, something crazy. Yeah, signed him up for two seasons. Like, That's bam, cool. bam. I'm here for it. All right. I, 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 like, I actually like the fact that they're continuing the story outside of the Escobar narrative. And it's kind of an evolving story that... Um, you know, it right? Because it it's not like cocaine stopped coming. No, it definitely did not stop. But I had read that before that season two would be. I thought only about the Cali cartel, but it was hmm. the rise of the Cali cartel and switching. Okay, you know, I didn't read anything about out. it. I, you know, I do that. I try not to. I try not to, but I, uh, I want to know what other people think. So I can not think what they think. Yeah. I, I, I usually read after the fact. Yeah, yeah, and after just, the fact. And just assume, oh, okay, yeah, and just assume I'm going to disagree with everyone. Right, right, right. So, oh, no. Pretty cool. Four they, out of five stars for me. Yeah. I, re- I give it an eight. I mean, I, re- I, I really enjoyed it, although I do have those kind of, like, quirks about it. Nothing, nobody's fault, basically. I'll agree with you on that. And that concerns me, but I'll agree with you on that. It doesn't happen every day. Now. So uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. Donald the uh, Donald Glover, the Donald Glover, the childish Cambino, okay. premiered his uh, new. Uh, I don't is it is it it's part sitcom part drama. It's a series. It's a it's a it's a, it's a series of some sort. It's uh, 30, 22 minutes of television, uh, yeah. separated by commercial breaks. Yeah. Atlanta. ATL. Uh, yeah, yeah. Home of the pimps and players. Even though he's from Stone Mountain. It's the general Atlanta area. Well, that would I be mean. the equivalent of us making a show called Missouri City. Sugarland. <laughs> yeah, Sugarland. <laughs> like, where the hell is that? <laughs> right. Yeah, it's. Um, what are your initial thoughts? It was a thing. Uh, so there were, the, the, there so were two episodes that were basically just one long episode as a premiere episode. Yeah. So let me say this about Donald Glover first, because I always like to. Speak upon the people before I get We're into the episodes. We're going to disagree here, but go ahead. No, no, no. I, I've actually, I've actually been a fan of Donald Glover. I'm not going to say Childish Gambino. Donald Glover, going all the way back to his Derek comedy days on YouTube. I was kind of a fan of that little comedy troupe. Wow! If anybody remembers that, 
Did you watch that? Were you nope. into that? Okay. Never even heard of it. Really? Never. Yeah, they had they had a few they had a few um well, actually they had they had quite a few funny skits. And he was kind of the standout of that troupe. Just go back, Derek Comedy, D E R R I C K Comedy. They're on YouTube and all that. And then from there he went to NBC where he was a writer and also played a part Rock. on Thirty Rock. Well he was a writer on Thirty Rock, but he was also I'm thinking about Columbus Short on. You um, did not say Columbus. Yeah. You did not confuse Columbus Short. No, no, no. Because there, there was a there was a <laughs> there was a similar show at the time, but it only lasted one season. Um, oh, something live from the something strip. No, it doesn't matter because it only lasted one season. It doesn't exist. Yeah, it doesn't right. exist. Yeah. But he was he was on there for a bit. Um, but yeah, he was a writer on Thirty Rock, so the guy can write. He's. He's actually a talented writer. He was on Parks and Recreation. Um, Community. Uh, that's exactly what I meant to say. Yeah. I got him confused with Aziz and sorry. <laughs> <laughs> These are not the same person. Not at all. Uh, so speaking you. of which, you like my Aziz and sorry uh, signed poster up there? No. I have that. That's mine. <laughs> you can have it. I do not. He seems like a nice guy. I just don't find him funny. But I do. But Close yes. Um, Community, which was a highly underrated show. One of the most intelligent comedies it's, I've ever seen. Especially once you got past the first season, it was yeah, yeah. It was they the, they basically said, "All right, look, we got to save this show. Yeah. Whatever kind of madness you have going on, yeah. just make it happen." From the paintball episode, the on, paintball episode, and the the uh, the fort, uh, uh, the pillow fort episode. Yes. I mean, look, if you haven't seen Community, just go back and just pot shot. Shows you don't have to watch it in order just yeah. because they're, they're it's not you know it's not serial it's episodic of course it's it's a sitcom but uh, yeah. just go back and watch and like again not not the first season but just pot shot shows and just watch know. the last couple episodes of the first season because you got to see the paintball episode and then just take it from there very good series you can even watch the you you Yahoo episodes is Yahoo. TV still yeah, a thing? Yeah, yeah. Is it's it still a thing? I don't think it's. I don't think it's a thing. I think it's still up there. Okay. But I don't think they're actually actively producing anything okay. anymore. You don't have to. I mean, you don't really have to watch that season. It was only okay. But yeah, watch all the NBC episodes. Uh, he was he was pretty good on that show. I, I liked his character on the show. He left a little early to do rap. And to stuff. do rapping, yeah. Do I mean, rap. you know what? I'm. I'm uh, I, I kind of like the Childish Gambino stuff, man. He he's a good writer. He is if and I'm being honest now, because I don't dislike him. I do know that if he were around in my formative years of listening to music, I would probably be a huge fan. Yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of the impression that I get. Yeah, I would be a huge fan if he was around in my formative years, but he wasn't. And now, so what's the difference now? I'm an old head now. We're not supposed to like stuff that came after us, right? I, yeah, I guess that, that is how that works now. That's 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 in the contract, I think. If your career started out <laughs> to like what nineteen ninety nine, it's oh. like yo, yeah, I didn't Yeah, kid. if it started in, in the twenty first century, man, it's just I'm not supposed to like it. That's how it works. That's how it works. It, it, it's not even that you're not supposed to like it. Your music is just bad. Yeah, it's just bad. It's, it's just sucks. bad. It sucks. sucks. We'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I didn't mind the show, uh, Atlanta. I didn't mind the first two episodes. I really, you have no idea how much I appreciated the the, the holding cell booking 
scenes because it just reminds me so much of Harris County Jail. It's yeah, like tell me so, about that because I've never so, experienced that. So, I mean, everybody was there. <laughs> everybody was there. It's like everybody. You, the dude that wants your food, that nasty bologna sandwich, and that box juice water or a quarter water. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. Juicy juice. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> like... She, you ain't going to shit. You know, like everybody was there. The crazy dude that's there. The dude that every 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 jailer knows. He's been there. He's there every week. He's there every week. Drinking toilet and water. The, yeah, exactly. Like the the uh, the, the guy that the tells trans you, dude. The trans dude. The guy that tells the unnecessarily long story. story. And it is just yapping you up, and you're just like, all right. All right, cool. All right. Yeah. All right, yep. I imagine the people that have you caught between a discussion or an argument, and you can't really get out <laughs> of the middle of it. You just kind of lean, lean back on that concrete bench as hard as you can. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, that's really... That's, can't go to that sleep. Is it. You don't even need to go to jail no more. That's the experience. At least that's your first, like, 16 hours in jail. Because well, it takes forever to get out that bench. I'm glad that... I'm glad that I got to experience it through the show because I don't <laughs> want to experience it in person. <laughs> yeah. People that I know that have been to jail or just in holding have said that all you do is sit there. All you do is sit. And it's the most miserable experience. It's miserable, dude. <laughs> miserable. And it's usually cold. It's it's freezing. You got you gotta put your hands inside your shirt. <laughs> And if you don't got a shirt you can do that, I mean, you're just going to die. That's basically what it boils down to. Because it's like 50 degrees and you're on concrete. And they confiscate everything from you, so you have nothing. You got your shoes. I mean. No, but I mean, like, there's nothing to, like, divert your mind from what you're doing. There are no books. roll of toilet paper you can make a pillow out of. Use your shoes to make a pillow out of and fall asleep. You can watch people get beat up, like, drunk dudes that, like, can't stand up for the mugshot get beat up. That's, like, a beautiful experience. Like, they will beat the mess out of you, like, if you're drunk, like, if you, you know, you can't, like, keep your head up, like, they'll just, like, punch you in the face and be like, okay, keep it. That's where, like, I see these, like, smoke shots with these, like, fresh scars. I'm like, yo, that's what that's from, dude. No, they, they say that he... Shout he, out to he, my dude. I know you out there, Nick. I know I know you know because you work at that mug. Uh, so they they don't just get drunk and fall on the floor, huh? No, they... they that's the only show down a flight of steps. Nah, bro. That's... <laughs> Like sit up, (laughs) sit up. (laughs) Like that's what that's what happens. (laughs) So yeah, that was probably the most memorable scene in uh, the two episodes. Let me say this about the show, and I do this for any 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 show that I watch, with the exception of shows like Mr. Robot that kind of get me off the bat. I usually give them. You give them some breathing room. I usually give them about. I used to say three episodes. I usually give them about five or six episodes. Just to kind because of, stories settled in a way. Yeah, stories nowadays and, and most shows nowadays, compared to the way that they were written in the eighties and nineties, so to speak, are written more intelligently and, and people take more time doing world building and so forth. And with this one, unlike some of the other shows that I kind of latch on to really quickly, I don't know what it's about yet, but I don't I don't dislike it. I just don't know what it's about yet. It's shot beautifully. I like the interaction. It really is. I like the interaction with the characters. Um, I, I, they, the, and I had preconceived notions about how good or bad this show would be. They're actually much better actors than I thought they would be. Um, Donald's character reminds me a lot of myself in certain social situations. I, I say the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I, I kind of find myself as that. There's a little bit of the straight, me in all three of the main characters, yeah, to be honest with you. So. Yeah. 
You know, a lot of myself, I see myself as a lot of the just a straight square character most of the time. Most of the time, right. Um, but hey. You know, sometimes there's a side of me that becomes Paperboy. <laughs> right. We won't say too much about that. Now, the other guy, what's his name? Darius? Darius yeah. uh, I'm a lot of Darius a lot of the time. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not mostly so much a mix of, of Donald and Darius. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of a Donald and Paperboy-ish type guy. Uh, I like uh, Clayton Bigsby as his father. <laughs> he, he has to say it once. He's got to say it once. He's got to say it he, once. Yo, how you, you, that's why you even cast him. Yeah. you got to do it at like, least once. Like for the season, I, I'll wait for the season finale. If you want to wait till the season finale, just give me a, a short one. Just a shit. Yeah, I'll take yeah, that. Take it, yeah. But I know it's coming. It, it, it better be, or we riot. I mean, he's he did it in, in, in other movies. Like, not just in The Wire. He did it in that movie where he's like a substitute teacher or whatever. And I was like, they put it in the trailer. It's like, yo, that's the only reason why you got that, dude. <laughs> that's the only reason. Like, was, like him and, like, Seth Rogen or whatever. You remember yeah. that? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's such a nice guy, too, when you, when you hear him talk. When you hear him talk, right, yeah. He's yeah. just so nice. And every once in a while, he'll just hit you with, she. Good old Clay, yeah. <laughs> uh, who else? Uh, and just some of the random characters, like the guy with the Batman mask. I'm like, that's that's actually very Atlanta, because there's always some weird dude running around the streets. I'm, just, I am not exactly that familiar with Atlanta. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of my, my neighborhood, too, back in Houston. But, yeah, I, you know, I'm I mean, I, I think it's... Here's the thing that I like about it. It speaks to a lot of the real... Black experience in, yes. in, in black neighborhoods, where it's not oh snap, it's always the trap, it's always the yes, block, it's, it's always the corner. Sometimes it is the day to day. It's just regular quote unquote suburban neighborhood living, right? And is in a, in a majority black city, right? Or a majority black neighborhood. That's what it's. I mean, to a large degree, that's what. It's what like. was that uh, documentary that came out not too long ago? In the trap, it was like something from Snow Hill. Snow on the bluff. Snow on the bluff. Yeah, <laughs> not not a, 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 a kind of documentary. <laughs> yeah, a pseudo documentary, right? Mockumentary. Yeah, it was nothing like that. Right, because that's what when, when white people aren't going to fetishize like yeah. the, the Atlanta version of of the black hood. It was like, oh, okay, that's kind of like that could be a stupid white neighborhood. Yeah, but I, I did enjoy the fact that this show was very very relatable. Right. And, and it could have been, it, it reminded me a lot of me growing up. Yeah, uh, that, that's exactly what I'm saying. The neighborhood that I lived in was not, it was not a hood hood. But it, it had its sketchies. Right, it had its right. sketchies. But you it had the, you know, the neighborhood Batman or whatever. Yeah. And the, we had like three of them. The, 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 the Nutella man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, care, that, that whole thing, I, I don't even know if that yeah, happened. Or that I, was, I don't, I don't, I, yeah, that, that might have been some Mr. Robot. Crossover, right there. That was kind of weird to me, um, but you know we did we did have the Nation of Islam selling bean pies on the corner of Scott and OST. Still do. Still there. Still there. Yeah. They don't do the bean pies anymore. They just do final, final calls call. now. Hey, look. Same dudes. Nobody's, Same dudes. The bean pies ain't popping like they were nah, in like the nineties. Nah, man, I think I think the FDA got at them. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> sir. This is just Saran wrap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, I, I think it's I think it's definitely a show that needs to be on television first and foremost. Correct. Because for everyone that says that we don't get good roles or and we don't or, have true representation, exactly. That's really what it boils down to, and that we don't have yeah we don't have people on the screen that look and act like we do. Right. This is it right here. I'm not sure that because it's an all black writing staff. Yeah. I'm not sure that 
anyone different? Because I, from what I understand, some of the producers wanted it to be very stereotypical. Mm, no, we're not. Can't, you can't let that happen. Right, but Donald mm. made sure that it didn't happen. Yeah. Like they wanted, they wanted Paperboy to live in a trap house. Yeah. Okay. Which I mean, it's, I think it's, I heard something about yeah, that. It's too. Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of that's that's a little extra. No, because most most wannabe rappers, self included, did not live in trap houses. They're not like poverty right, stricken. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're not right. all trying to sell drugs. They work at UPS. Right. And, and when they come to drop off your package, they might slip a mixtape. Exactly. So that's that's the reality of the situation. Most of them. You know, a lot of them grew up with both parents. They just <laughs> right. lied about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, I mean, Paperboy obviously isn't flipping paper or whatever. Right. He's right. Living in a, in a mid-class apartment building. I mean, it's and, it's, and it's decent. That's, and if you go out to Atlanta right now, that's where you see most black right. people living right now. Right. So in that sense, I'm, I'm, I'm still behind it. Um, I, I find my, I found myself tuning out a couple of times, but I know that's just the pacing of the show, and it's and it's still early. And you're, you you haven't had your, the hooks aren't in you right, yet. And right. I, th- I, I if they would have released it just as a single premiere episode, yeah, I, my interest would have kind of fainted away yeah. a little bit. So I was like, yeah, yeah. So you think you'll you'll be in it next week, maybe? Yeah, I'll, well, we'll see. I'll I'll continue you gotta watch watching it. For it. The show, man. Huh? You got to do it because we're gonna talk about it next week anyway. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna watch the whole season. If any reason I get to trash it, you know what I'm saying? It's always worth it. Always worth your time. Oh yeah, but uh, like I said, definitely for those of you who want to see us, so to speak, on the screen and and taking charge and doing it themselves, and you can tell that this is Donald's vision. Right. It's and, you can see that it's his baby. Yeah. Right. Uh, this is this is what you guys he, need to see. He's more or less being himself. I think. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. There might. Be, I, I wonder how autobiographical it'll get, like a little bit later down the line. Because obviously this is. Yeah. Who, but you, you know, you never know. You never know. What else? We have anything else? I was going to talk about the night of. You haven't seen it. We'll talk about it next week. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah. If if you haven't caught up on the night, I suggest watching that show. It, it's it's great. I want to hear what your opinions are. Most of all, because. Uh, I think it's uh, one of these kind of shows like True Detective where it's kind of like fourth wall, kind of you are a part of the, the narrative of the show. Hmm. Okay. Because it's uh, essentially it's uh, jury proceedings or trial proceedings. So you, I, in my opinion, you're part of the jury, but okay. whatever. We'll I'll, see. I'll keep it in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, watch, I'll check it out this weekend and then we'll report back next week. Anything else you want to talk about? Music man, that's, that's about it, man. I'm, right, I'm getting close to my second nap time. <laughs> it's like, old I'll have seconds on that nap. So join us every week. Hey, we're going to drop this on what day? What? Oh, did, we, did we I, haven't did even I, figured out. Like, did I shoot myself in the foot by saying every week? <laughs> yeah, uh, might as well. Uh, we'll we'll say every week, um, and, and, and then see we'll see what happens. See how it works. <laughs> you know. Hey, every. Uh, I'm not going to give it a day. Not gonna I'm not going to give it a day. Wow. Nah, man, you'll just you'll get it when you get it, and I'll let you know. But uh, idea, but go ahead. Definitely hit us up. Let us know what you think. Most of you guys already disagree with a lot of the stuff we say, and we still challenge you on it anyway. Um, in anticipation of us talking about the night of, go ahead and hit us up and let us know what you think. And if we like your comment, we will actually read it on the next podcast and debate it. At trade paperback. At Trade, Trade paper. Paperback okay. on Twitter. On Twitter. 
Yeah, that's where you're gonna hit us. All right, I just made that up right now, so I better go uh, register that. Second. <laughs> I hope it's I hope it's available. It's available because those words have never been put together in that comedy. Uh, we'll see. Well, or you Shame. can hit me up at he can hit me up personally. Uh, you can slide into my DMs anytime. Nah, stay out my DMs. <laughs> you can hit me up at, at Damian Randall at Cashless C A S H L E S S. Yeah. On Twitter, Instagram, and basically anywhere you can find me. Same with me, man. Damian Randall, just keep it easy all the way around. That's what I like to do, but that's a whole other story altogether. All right, y'all. Uh, that's another episode of Trade Paperback, where you get your uh, opinions fresh out the box. Kind of. You came with a tagline just like that. I, I don't know. I, I <laughs> bars. just thought no bars. Bars. <laughs> no bars, but. Uh, it's large professor bars. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Holla. <laughs>